Hey everybody, welcome to That Will Never Work. Listen, in my line of work, I hear thousands of ideas, if not tens of thousands. But no matter how crazy, no matter how innovative, no matter how groundbreaking, every company has to obey what I consider the fundamental laws of gravity. You have to have a product or service that you can charge more for than it actually costs you to do it. Well, today's entrepreneur, Josh Cliffords, has a company which is trying to defy the laws of gravity. It's called free water, and it's exactly that. He gives it away free and supports it with the advertising he prints on the packaging. He calls it the world's first negatively priced product. It's an interesting approach, but is it possible to defy the laws of gravity? Let's find out. Hi, I'm Mark Randolph, co-founder of Netflix and six other companies. Over the years, I've heard that will never work thousands of times, but I've learned there are things we all can do to increase the chances that they will. So join me for That Will Never Work. Hey, Josh, welcome to That Will Never Work. I'm actually excited about this one because you have a product or a service, I'm somewhere in between the two, that's unlike anything I've certainly ever dealt with, where essentially you give it away free and somehow you've managed to build a business model out of that. So since I'm sure people who heard that are pretty mystified, I'm not going to stall too long and we're going to get right into it. What I'd love you to do is start us off by give me the elevator pitch. What are you doing? Where did this idea come from? And then maybe what do you want to talk about? Sure. So um, for my 30th birthday back in 2015, I sold everything I owned to do a trip around the world. And I was uh, on maybe the ninth month of traveling the world. And I met a couple Nigerian refugees in Rome. And their heartbreaking story compelled me to cancel my trip around the world. And I made a nonprofit organization called Save the Refugees. And I volunteered for more than 18 months. And we helped more than 10,000 people. And during that time, we would speak to every person we could to say, hey, tell us your story. Why did you leave your country? And we found that roughly 25% of them had left their homes because they didn't have access to water, food, or medicine. And I did a huge deep dive. It was really difficult to research, but we found roughly 40 million people die every year around the world because they don't have these essential goods. And when I say medicine, if you just give everybody on earth one bar of soap, you save 10 million lives a year like that. And so I felt like the nonprofit system must be broken because why hasn't the Red Cross, quote unquote, saved the world yet? And so the initial goal was just to make saving a life or saving a sea turtle or whatever cause as simple as eating a free slice of pizza or drinking a free beer. I figured if we could accomplish that, who wouldn't want to do it? And so fast forward to today and free water is just the first product of our future free supermarket. And the water is free because the packaging is obviously the ad space and it's a new type of media and e-commerce platform. So you could um, download music, movies, TV shows, video games, software, shop, browse the internet, anything on the internet. But most importantly, 10 cents from every beverage is donated to charity to build water wells for people in need. And when you do the math, we'll only need 10% of Americans to save money and drink free water. And we end the global water crisis permanently. Okay. I love the um, objective. Uh, I love the passion. 
And I want you to help me love the business model. And, you know, color me old-fashioned, but it just does not seem to be, uh, it seems like a perpetual motion machine. And let me come at it from an angle, and I'm sure you've been beaten down this way before, so I'm not going to be asking you things you haven't done. So you already told me that one part of your cost of goods is 10 cents of donation. So every bottle costs you 10 cents. And then what is the rest of the cost of goods on that thing? So... In these early days of our startup outsourcing, it's really based on quantity. And so when our advertisers order a small amount, our cost per unit is much smaller. When we, they order a larger amount, it's much cheaper. Next year, we'll have a retainer with the manufacturer of 600,000 beverages per year, which will get our costs down. Then we'll get into manufacturing. And so it really depends on the number of units purchased today. So the- You mean order of magnitude? I mean, is it a penny a piece? Half a million? Is it a tenth of a penny a piece? So we don't use plastic bottles. And so because of that, things cost more. And so if you ordered a thousand of them, your cost at that small of a quantity would be about a buck fifty each. But once you start getting over the hundred thousand range, the two hundred thousand range, it's it's a dollar or less. And so the reason why it works, well, there's many reasons why it works, but direct mail, the junk mail in the mailbox at your house still has the highest ROI in the USA ad industry. And so the cost per 10 impressions of junk mail, like look at it, throw it away, look at it, throw it away, is four bucks or more. Or you could spend a buck and they're going to look at it 10 times before they're done drinking it. It's refillable. It's got a two-year shelf life. It saves you money. It makes you happy. And from that happiness is when you should see an ad, not an inconvenience. I'm watching my favorite basketball team and then there's 100 Nike commercials in the last three minutes It's a complete 180 on advertising because our audience comes to us, we make them smile. And so it's, we call it the best brand loyalty platform, period. So you pulled a perfect analogy because just using a rough economics, I'm going to say that you get the price down to 90 cents just to make the math work for the bottle of water. And then you have the 10 cents donation. Let's call it a dollar. And let's say you have no other costs, which of course isn't the case. But let's assume you're so efficient, you have no salaries, you have no sales, you have none of that stuff. So you're a dollar in for each bottle. Your cost per thousand is a thousand. And it's interesting, that's, that is the price of a reasonably middle of the road direct response campaign. I mean, certainly you can do postcards for a, a lot less and you can do big massive packages for a lot more, but let's say it's a thousand dollars per thousand. There's a reason, though, why people do direct response is because of when you have that much sell space, you can sell pretty complicated, pretty expensive things. So this whole system needs to sit on the fact that you believe someone is willing to pay $1,000 per 1000 for the advertising space on a bottle. And I guess you're going to say that it is, in fact, working? Well, we've distributed 64, 65,000 beverages in the last two quarters to date. We'll do conservatively a quarter of a million beverages this year. If we mobilize our sales team fast enough, we'll be in the millions. And yes, because it's not only traditional advertising, but it's everything from humanitarian aid, military use cases, education. So yes, the answer is yes. Wow. And this may have nothing to do with what you want to talk about, and we, should, we can dig into that. But 
with an investor hat on, for example, where I'm actually trying to really understand, is a business repeatable and scalable? And does this have legs? I would think this is the single biggest thing you need to prove, which is where this sits in the advertising stack. I mean, you're right. At the very, very top, people pay $1,000 per thousand. But obviously, what you're competing with is online advertising, where people are paying $3 to $10 per thousand. You know, traditional advertising, uh, if you're paying for television, maybe you're paying $20 per thousand. But those are all, basically, they've all calibrated themselves to what the response they can expect. And the reason I'm suspicious, and I'm willing to suspend my belief, because you have the evidence initially, is that my feeling is that the engagement from the advertising on a water bottle is not going to hold up against the type of engagement you get from a direct marketing piece, but is going to be more akin to the engagement you get in a, uh, maybe it's better than a web page where you can blast past it and it's where a part of it. If the advertisers go, I can spend a thousand dollars per thousand on this. And oh my gosh, the response rates are off the charts, way better than I get in a direct response piece where I get two to 3%, then you're in. And I think that's what you need to prove. I mean, maybe you're saying you're on the path to, to do that. To answer what you just said, it was, it's kind of like three or four things. Um, so I'll start with one is today we're fielding our advertisers the, the old school way. We're having phone calls, we're finding their pain points. We're doing this before we automate the platform. But through this process, we've realized that all the big players from Google, Facebook, YouTube, you name it, their automated platforms don't ask the right questions. And they don't care if your ad is low quality. An example is the other day we had a paying advertiser. They're really excited to place their order to get shipped out to New York City. And I looked at the artwork and we had to call the business owner and say, candidly, with all due respect, we rate your ad a two out of 10 because nobody will know what it is. It doesn't have the right quality image. There's not enough QR codes. We know the more QR codes on your own beverage, the better the response. And there's no call to action. And so we gave her a list of 10 ways to improve it. She went back to her team and she came back to us and still said, you know what, we're going to keep it as is. But I've advertised with all these online platforms and you could put a horrible ad up there and there's never any warning. Hey, Josh, don't do that. It's not good. This is how you can improve it. They just want your money. But most importantly, when you do the automated systems, they only they try to put you in a small box, and that does not solve most business problems because they'll say, hey, Mark, do you want more website traction, more social media followers? Are you trying to sell something? Or they'll give you like four options. But what if you have an option that's not those four? There's no, there's no box in there for you to write a paragraph or two to be like, these are the real problems my business are having. How can we solve that? And so when we do automate, we will have a mechanism in there to let you know, hey, Josh, we rate this a, a 6 out of 10. We think you can improve it, X, Y, and Z. We do not recommend you launch it as is, but we will be collecting the information that really solves these people's problems and not try to holistically as opposed to just, I'm going to fit you in this tiny box no matter what your problems are. And now going back on the other thing, it's the best brand loyalty platform on earth. And so free water is just the first product of our future free supermarket. And so 10 years from now, when you're having a dinner with your friends and family and you look all the way across the table and all the food was free and paid for by ads, and you're going to think just five or 10 years ago, this meal would have cost me 30 bucks. 
who's responsible for this? And you'll look at the beverage and, for example, you'll say Nike. And then next time you go to buy a pair of tennis shoes, if it's between Nike or Adidas, you're going to go with Nike. And so same thing, um, maybe it's your least favorite politician there, but if they paid for all of your meals, you're going to potentially give them a different thought. And so we just recently spoke to some political parties. And so as we explained to them, Bloomberg spent $800 million mainly on Facebook ads and lost. But that was enough money where he could have given a quarter of a million families all their groceries for six months or 500,000 people all their beverages for a year. If he would have went the beverage route with our donations to charity, he would have saved a million lives before getting into office. Still not saying that he would have won. But if you could say, hey, I saved your family all this money and I saved a million lives. What do you think is going to happen when I'm president? It's different than this is really, really Really interesting to me, but maybe not for the reason you think, okay? I've been doing this for a long time. I pride myself on being the optimist and going, oh, yeah, there's a way to make this work. There's a way to make this work. <laughs> I called the book, That Will Never Work, and I called the podcast, That Will Never Work, to remind everybody, myself, of all that you know, everyone says about every single idea. And God, Josh, you are really, really challenging me. I am fighting so hard to be optimistic about this. I, I, God, I am going, oh, I'm looking at myself going, Mark, oh my God, you were, all right, it's happened. You are too old. I, I mean, can, here, can I do it here? Josh, get off my lawn. Hey, you crazy kids. I mean, <laughs> that's what's going on here. So, God, Okay, Josh, it's never going to work. There, I said it. No. Um, you, so now, now you you had better, you had better prove me wrong. I swear to God, you don't. We are, Mark. And you should be skeptical okay. because more than free, unless, and, and maybe I'm wrong, so maybe you know otherwise, we are, well, as far as we know, the world's first negatively priced and profitable CPG because it's free plus charity. And we make money. Oh, I get that part of it. It's the make money part that I question. At any kind of scale beyond the first 65,000 units. Let me use boxed water as an example because it's really easy to do the math. Okay. Outsourcing this, even at the lowest MOQ, our cost is 54 cents. Out the door. And so 10 cents per charity, that's 64 cents. 10 cents for the salesperson's commission, that's 74 cents. And we sell it for a dollar plus shipping they pay the shipping. And so that's horribly outsourced. If you didn't know, the food and beverage industry is horribly inefficient. They, they have way too many stops across the supply chain. It's not vertically integrated at all. When we manufacture this, our, our, our unit economics drops by 50%. But all of our manufacturers, they outsource the printing, they outsource this, they outsource that. In the future, when we're doing it all under one roof, this is going to cost us next to nothing to make. I question... And listen, you don't need to overcome my objections. You're probably not going to be able to, but it's, that isn't the point. I'm rooting for you. I want to believe. I want to, I really do want to believe. The thing is, I'm good at this. I have like 40 different things. I can coach an entrepreneur on and go, here's where you're getting wrong. Here's where you're missing it. And there's, there's a whole bunch of them here that I want to say, but I know that's not going to do anything. I can tell you have this passion and you believe you can make it work. And fundamentally, the law of gravity, 
The law of gravity, I think, is that you ultimately have to deliver that value to the advertisers. And that's the piece that I question. All the rest of it I get, that you fundamentally can have Nike say, this is worth uh, $650 per thousand to have something at that level of engagement as a free water bottle. I get it. And that's the, that's the hinge point, whether that really works at scale. And I'm willing to wait and see. And I truly hope you get there. I really do. And not because I, well, yeah, listen, it's 30% because I want the world to have, I want you to do what the Red Cross couldn't and eradicate the world's problems. So I do want that. But 70% is I want you to blow my mind. Gravity's not real. He did invent anti-gravity. He did invent fusion. So do that. And I'm truly rooting for you to do that. And it's this interesting struggle in myself that, and people who've listened to the podcast are going, this is not, this is not me. It's cool. But listen, is there something that I could help with? Because that would make me feel even better. There obviously is. Um, and again, I want to point out where we're at today is below MVP. And so this is below what I had initially envisioned MVP. Uh, I would call this five leaps away from MVP. Um, and if you would have asked me two years ago, I was too proud to even launch this, in my mind, low quality compared to what I imagined. But I had to because even though it's not the vision, it's still better than Coke, Pepsi, and Nestle because it's free. It donates to charity. We don't use plastic. And even though we can't collect commission on the products sold yet till we build out the e-commerce side of things, you know, we could still connect anything on the web. We connect augmented reality. That part you're doing right. So I, I think that's, I think launching it crappy is great. You know, I am willing to uh, analyze you on pro forma economics. I don't care what your real numbers are. I understand they're going to be ridiculous cost of goods because of the size and the scale and the fact that you do have to get distribution. I don't care. I'm not saying, oh, it doesn't work now, Josh. I'm saying what the thing you ultimately have to demonstrate is pick your pro forma, pick its 50, 100 million units a year. What that brings your cost down to, does it, does it work then? But well, anyway, what can I help you with? Cause, I mean, is there a question you have in this that uh, is something that I actually know something about? Definitely. So to start in the best of ways, things are growing really quickly in an uncomfortable way. This growth is uncomfortable in many ways. A lot of it stems from the fact that between our few social media accounts, we already have 300,000 followers and they're spreading the idea around the world. We receive 50,000 messages, emails a month. We're trying to respond to as many of them as we can. We're understaffed. We're, we're not getting to quotes fast enough. We even have people now reaching out around the world to ask about franchising. And I haven't even created those models yet. And I'm telling them, don't franchise, just copy me. It's cool. But then they're saying, no, 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 no. We want to do this with you because we know you've thought this out. And I don't even know the answer, the best answer to that right now. Um, there's one fella, there's a few people in the African continent that are just like, hey, what is it going to take for us to franchise here with your help? We know and you know you're not going to get to our continent anytime soon. And so right now I just said, hey, a million bucks for a franchise fee will give you a small stake of equity in the parent company, set another million aside to pay to fly me out a few times a year and all the legal and you cover the cost of the infrastructure um, but we're getting these inquiries now from Italy, France, Germany, South Africa, Australia, and it's it's overwhelming in the best of ways, but it's just a lot. It's a lot to handle every day. I'm waking up with a million things to do, and I'm going to bed with 10 million things to do. 
So my quick answer is stop. Don't, don't sell a franchise. Oh my God, it is a disaster waiting to happen. And again, you now have to factor in this advice based on what I acknowledged before, which is I fundamentally don't believe you've validated the, that the model actually works. I really don't. And there's one simple thing you need to demonstrate to prove this model actually works, that free water works, which is that you have an almost limitless supply of advertisers who are willing to pay those costs per thousands, not because of some, not they're, they're testing the water, but because fundamentally this medium is so powerful that it carries a $50 cost per thousand, a five, you know, a $500 cost per thousand. If you prove that, you have invented the anti-gravity machine. You have done nuclear fusion. How many repeat advertisers did, would you say we would need to begin to prove that, is my question. Way more than 65,000 units. Okay. And listen, there's two levels of proof. There's a proof to you internally that you're onto something, that you see it at this small scale. But there's a different level of proof to go, I'm going to take a million dollars from somebody else to give them my secret formula because it is going to smell a shitload like a scam to say that I've figured out this model until you genuinely have figured out this model. Uh, and again, this I, I'm going to acknowledge I'm missing something here because I'm just the old guy. But there is a fundamental law of business economics, which is advertisers generally do not part with their money unless they get a return on their investment. And that is the piece that has to get demonstrated. I acknowledge you may be onto something because this is a new medium that could be compelling. Prove that. It needs to demonstrate that it works. That's all. And, I, and I'm not, so I'm, when I'm saying prove this, I'm not saying that this is that you have to prove it to me or to anybody else. I'm saying that you're asking the question of how it's all going so quickly. And I'm giving you a very specific piece of advice about what should you be spending your time on. Every morning when you say, what should I be spending my time on? It should absolutely translate to the fact of, is this helping to prove this fundamental anti-gravity piece? That's all. I don't think having it happen all over the world is what's going to make the difference. I don't think responding to all the increase from social media is going to make all of the difference. Expansion and doing global supermarket, none of that makes a difference. You've got one product, you think it's a great flagship product, and I would tend to believe, demonstrate that the type of person who goes into a supermarket and grabs a water bottle for free is going to interact with the brands that paid for it sufficiently to spend enough money that it, they go, oh my gosh, that was the best $500 per thousand I ever spent. Or I don't care that they said it, this competes favorably with other places I could spend my $5 million. Prove that and then you, you world's your oyster. Screw the million dollar license fee, you know, change the model. Go, no, you got to spend, put it to charity, but you, you have whatever you want once you've demonstrated that really is the fundamental piece you've cracked. And you're onto some stuff, which is I recognize you're saying, and I hear you, I can't just paste crap on the bottle and have it work at that level. There's a very special nuance to what it takes to be successful, and you're trying to coach people along. Great. Prove that. The only thing that's going to count is when Nike gets back to you and goes, wow, that was really awesome. 
this is so compelling, we're going to make this part of our regular program. Once that happens, if, and it's not happening yet, it, maybe it is, and if it is, I, I stand corrected, but that's what needs to happen. And as, since you're limited in how much bandwidth you have as an entrepreneur, as a founder, and I would not be getting distracted by all the other exciting things that this could be, focus in on the one thing it has to be and make that happen. And then if you do, this will be uh, incredible. And then you're right. Then you begin expanding the product line and you begin going to other international locations and you begin all the other exciting things you have, but it's none of it will happen unless you can get that fundamental piece to work. Agree 1000%. Yeah. Including raising, if you know, if you think about raising money, God, just be so careful. There is a reason why no one's done this before. And I promise it's not because no one's thought of it. People always ask, why hasn't Pepsi done it yet? And my answer is, it's very counterintuitive to think if Pepsi advertised for Coke on the can, they would make more money. And so it's very counterintuitive for most people because hearing something free in the physical world, even though we had free newspapers, free magazines in the 90s, we still have some. I mean, I'm 37. In the 90s, I remember people saying, nobody wants free internet. And then they said nobody wanted free video games. They said nobody wanted free all of these things. Now, the, a lot of the biggest companies in the world are free, but it's just that into the physical world. And the marginal cost of certain products is just so cheap that it's just a very simple match. Yeah. And water is a great one to start with because your cost of goods for the actual product is so low. And it's the highest markup of any product in the United States. If you spend $1 on a bottle of water, you pay 2,000 times the price or more. And so, you know, people say an EpiPen is expensive because it's got this big markup, but <laughs> nothing compared to, to this. And yeah. so this will always be our most profitable free product because it's the problem you have most often, but because there's just so many different channels from military use cases to the whole nine yards, which we're exploring potential contracts with right now. And so I really do wish you the best with it. And uh, I think this is the only thing I can suggest is that don't lose track of what fundamentally has to happen. This is a classic entrepreneurial thing. I do talk about all the time. I go, there's a there's hundred things on fire, a hundred things that are exciting, a hundred things that are broken. But the sign of a great entrepreneur is having the intuition to recognize what are the one or two things that if I get those right, all the rest of it goes away. And boy, it is, to me, bright, shining, glowing, screaming that the single biggest thing, that if you do this one thing, that all the rest of it will work. And it's not lowering your cost of your packaging now, because again, you need to prove it on a pro forma basis, not on an actual one. I think we're on our way to proving it. We will have data, but it will to be, I don't like BSing anybody. It'll take five years before we have data for every type of ad, every type of demographic, every type of circumstance. Were you in a rush when you received it? Did the ad just say Delta Airlines in a QR code or did it say Delta Airlines two tickets for the price of one when you were actually wanting to go on a trip? In time, when we're printing individualized content on the bottle just for you, then it's a completely different model as well. One more thing to tell me, Josh. Who's drippy? <laughs> <laughs> There's been many difficult times in the project. And at one point, we had just received our first prototypes and batches of free water. 
from the manufacturer, and there was a really nice girl from the University of Texas, and she said, I want to be your TikTok intern. I was like, what's that? She's like, I'm just going to post a video for you every so often. And she only made two or three videos for us, but one of them was a video of her giving someone a water. She tried to pitch it, but didn't do the greatest job because it's not her company. And it got 50,000 views in a day. And that brought so much traffic to our website that it was the equivalent of us spending $2,500 on Google Ads or more. And so the light bulb went off. Wait a minute. In the past, I had success giving refugees the aid and videoing that for the donors. And that brought more donations in. We're already giving out free waters. Now we're going to get some of those interactions on camera and we'll get this commercial and like a free commercial. And so those videos started to scale, and I'll get to the drippy, but our cost per acquisition is actually zero. A lot of companies have an acquisition cost that's really high for new customers. Ours is free because if you get a free beverage, you're sold for life, and that beverage is paid for by the ads. But even better is I make a video of giving you this watermark, and we get 5 million views in a week, which has happened. Now it's like 5 million people got the water. But anyhow, the biggest companies on TikTok all have mascots, like Duolingo, which is a language learning app. They went from 50,000 followers to 4 million in about a year once they introduced a mascot. All the biggest accounts have mascots. And we listened to our audience and they said, you have to get a mascot. And so Drippy is a seven foot tall, five foot wide water droplet with like a karate kid headband thing. <laughs> and, and sometimes when we're giving out the water, we'll, we'll wear the mascot suit and people love it. How many followers does you and Drippy have? On the main account, we have, I think, 230,000 at the moment <laughs> and about 300,000 between the three accounts. Well, okay, that does it. I'm getting me a mascot suit. <laughs> and, and now when we're not posting a video with the mascot in it, all the comments are like, where's Drippy? Where's Drippy? Drippy for president. I'm, I'm not stalking Drippy, but I want to know where Drippy is. Okay, everyone who's listening to this, I want to know what my mascot suit should be. I mean, it could be a giant DVD. It could be, I don't know, a... We'll figure something out. Uh, a that will never work book. It yeah, gets we'll, really we'll hot in the mascot suit. So we have, a, we have a vest made out of ice packs. Life of a mascot is a tough one. I get you. All right. Listen, Josh, this has been really awesome. I, I tell you, extremely thought-provoking for me. Um, and so I appreciate that. So here's what you have got to do. I'm not going to give you this five years to prove this out. I want to talk to you in a year from now and hear the progress you've made to prove that gravity isn't real, or in fact, that you have figured out the, uh, the anti-gravity suit. But listen, good luck with this, seriously, for uh, all the reasons you're doing it, which are motivated for all the exact right reasons. I sincerely do hope that you're successful. Thank you, Mark. And I look forward to uh, proving you that anti-gravity does work 12 months from now. Well, as you say, you know, that it's called that will never work for a reason because that's the motivation we all have to prove everyone wrong. Well, good luck, Josh. Many thanks. Cheers. Bye. Hey, to learn more, check out my book. It's called That Will Never Work, The Birth of Netflix and the Amazing Life of an Idea. It's coming out in paperback on June 7th, and you can find it in bookstores everywhere. If you're listening, did you know there's also a video version of this podcast? Yes, there is. And you can find it on YouTube at YouTube forward slash Mark Randolph. If you liked what you heard today, take a minute to subscribe so you don't miss a single weekly episode. 
If you've got a business problem you're struggling with and would like to join me on the show, simply come to markrandolph.com forward slash guest to apply. And while you're there, add yourself to my mailing list so you're up to date on all my news and entrepreneurial tips. And finally, if a 30-minute podcast is just too much, I share all my hints and tips in more easily digestible nuggets on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and yes, even TikTok. You'll find links to all this stuff, plus my blogs and other writing on markrandolph.com. Check it out. Thanks again for listening and see you all next week.